everybody. Welcome to Point of More Returns. This is episode number one. And so have my fabulous host here. How are things going for you? Thanks for the great intro, man. I'm good. Uh, really good weekend. Look forward to an amazing pod with you. All right. Good stuff. All right. And so just a brief kind of overview for the listening public. Just kind of tell them what's the genesis of this idea? Why are we here today in the first place? Well, <laughs> it's a really funny story. So as we've been friends for a long time and we're both finance professionals and we have been speaking about our ideas and businesses for a long time and we felt that we wanted to one, you know, document our journey to let people know that you can just be a regular person. You don't have to be an ultra billionaire to make money by investing. And then two, we see that there are a lot of internet gurus and we want to provide listeners and viewers something a little more um, substantive. And that's what we aim to do for you all. That's what we will do for all of the listeners. Man, you're really putting it nicely in regards to the internet gurus. Just to kind of touch on that a little bit more. Yeah, as he mentioned, we saw a lot of the gurus, so quote unquote gurus. I am kind of refrained from even calling them that. But <laughs> right. just the purveyance of misinformation that's out there on the web today, misleading people, not particularly being upright and honest in terms of delivering the financial information that people need to actually make prudent and sound decisions. It seems like people are more interested in making their money off of selling you something as opposed to actually providing good advice. And so we just wanted to provide something that puts some balance out there, just instead of it just all being bad and misleading, have some type of voice out there for good for people like us who are trying to find you know, the way or well, people who were like us when we were starting out didn't really know where to turn, may not have had, you know, traditional financial training and thus may not know the donning signs of what to look out for. And so both of us have had extensive experience in the financial industry and kind of know the processes, kind of know what to look for in investing and also in terms of scams. And so we wanted to bring some real information for you to use some meat for the bones as opposed to just a lot of like junk food that's out there. A lot Is of that about right? Not a lot of substance there. So yeah, I definitely agree with that. And we're not looking to sell you like a program or conference or, and, and that's not any disrespect to the people that do. It's just, that's not what we're here. And that's not what our platform is built on. At all. And so now I'm sure people are probably curious. It's like, oh, as you guys are talking about these scams, I mean, what are some of the things that are out there that people are seeing? I mean, what can you allude to some of it? Can you let us in? I mean, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, it's just a lot of I don't want to call names. I don't want to finger, you know, point. I think there are a lot of good content creators and pods that do identify the Internet gurus or whatnot. But I just, again, want to highlight what we're actually trying to do and we're coming from the perspective of we've actually done this stuff like we've actually gotten our hands dirty we've done the work we have the experience and humbly we have pretty vast knowledge 
and a vast amount of experience to pull from. So that's what we want to give you all and share with you all. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, one question that comes to mind is why do you think it's been so hard to find good financial information? Why is it so hard in the first place to find trusted advisors on, you know, the internet? Where are these gurus stepping into the mix in the first place? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think part of it is the fact that it's just the explosion of the internet and social media and connectedness and how everything is at your fingertips. Like it's like microwave society, as people say, that's part of it. And then two, I think there is financial revolution, a financial literacy revolution where people are seeking this information and people are aware that they don't have the knowledge and they're just pretty much willing to go anywhere to get the information because they just don't know. So they don't even know what the signs are to look for, for something that's credible or not, or what sound advice and what's not. It's just kind of like drinking from a well. So I guess those are two main reasons. What do you think? Yeah, I kind of touch on that. And then another thing I, I think the reason why there's, there's a kind of dearth is just because of the you know, regulations to put stuff on the line. I mean, if you're an employee of a big financial firm, I mean, you've got to go through compliance. You've got regulators that are, you know, dictating what can be said, what can't be said. And right. so you've got a lot of forces that create friction between you posting, if you can even post at all, if you're an employee. And so in that vein, they just kind of just take out, not even going to bother with all of it and just leave it alone. So you have this, guess void of sound financial advisors who actually practice in the field who aren't able to, to get on the net and you know share with you information and then you also have so these guys see a void and they just step in and just they don't have the same restrictions to have to adhere to and they can just make up stuff i mean one guy in particular he definitely probably is getting legal advice because he's wording things in a way that you know will keep him from being sued but at the same time, providing some, you know, just fraudulent, <laughs> fraudulent advice. So to say the least, to put yeah. it lightly, right? Yeah. So tell me a little bit about this show. I mean, what what can we expect to hear? I mean, what's what's going to be happening? What's the whole point of all this? What's going to be going on? What kind of top content will you going to expect? Yeah. So um, point of more returns. You know, we have uh, the name sort of speaks for itself in my mind, I know it's a plain word, but a matter of talking about how we look at investing, our approach, our strategy, as well as current events of what's going on in the business community and our journey of our actual investments. And then you can also pull from like our experiences. And I know you may use the alias too. So, right. but, you know, all of your experience with, you know, buying a business, raising the funds for it, and all of your your private equity work. And then more importantly, we're also focusing on specific sectors with what we're investing in. So we're going to talk about real estate. We're going to talk about tech and fintech, fintech real estate, the auto industry, as well as investing in small businesses. So those are like some of the the areas that we're going to focus on. And then each individual episode, we'll try to drill into what investments we're looking at and come up with thesis statements. And we'll dive more into what a thesis statement is, but just basically 
healthy conversation between what investments we're looking at and the pros and cons of the investment that we're reviewing and researching. Yes, good stuff. And I, I just want to touch on that thesis. I mean, if you take just one takeaway from tonight's show, it's you begin an investment program with, with a thesis. You see a lot of times people will recommend stocks. They'll say, oh, you know, this is a financial show and all they'll do is just talk about different stock names. And you don't know whether, you know, they don't maybe say, oh, it's going to go up and give a couple of reasons why it's expected to go up. Maybe talk about some recent earnings. But in a broad scheme, you don't really have a roadmap. I mean, if you're going on road and you don't have a destination, a journey, anything that pops up, I mean, you'll fall for the tourist trap. You'll stop at Mickey D's. You may take a road and end up in Oklahoma. You know, you'll just be all over the place. So in life, you have to have a map. You have to have a destination, a direction. And the same thing with investments. You got to have a thesis, a layout of where you think the world is going to be and what it's going to look like and what businesses is going to look like from there. And you invest in terms of around that. Every great investment firm, investment advisor, when they build their portfolio, they're building it around a thesis like that. And so you want to kind of duplicate that with your outlook as well. If you want to be successful, not, not guaranteeing, I mean, stuff can still go bad, but at least you have a, an outlook and you, you're a framework to go along and you can see the signs where things may be coming off the rails a little earlier. So you can make adjustments as opposed to just being blindsided altogether. And you can prepare yourself from losses that others would be taking later on down the road because they don't have a thesis and also right. take advantage of gains to ignore the noise. That's right. That's but right. yeah, and good summary. In addition to that thesis, we'll also drive into like a checklist manifesto, right? Mm -hmm. We should walk through like what we do with our checklist to make sure that the investments are meeting the criteria that we say that we want it to meet. And that's how we stay on track with our investment approach. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So how often, you know, is, is this show going to be coming out? You know, do, what should we look for? Is it a monthly show, weekly show, daily? What's your... Well, we want to make sure we're consistent with what we give you all. A good, you know, no fluff, no sales pitch, just straight information for 30 minutes. And it's going to be some humor involved. It's going to be some really good research and really good ideas around investment philosophy and getting you an idea of how you should think as an investor or how we think as investors, better yet, and how that hearing that information, it can help you come up with your approach to how you will be an investor because there's so many different types. There's so many different approaches. There's so many different strategies. And we can all talk about that in the upcoming pods as well. Exactly. Exactly. So many different strategies, so many different approaches that you can cover. And, you know, just to touch on the production thing, I mean, obviously we're, you know, we feel it's a slow news week. There's nothing that relevant to get on and just waste your time. And, you know, we probably wouldn't publish. Right. And then, you know, if something happens that comes up that could be, you know, newsworthy or noseworthy to the portfolio, we maybe come up with a pod, you know, ahead of schedule, maybe a, you know, second one in a week or something, if something major development happens. So just be on the lookout for that. So at the end of the day, nobody actually knows. And we're making a concerted effort to do all of the research that we possibly can. But what do you think? 
Yeah, I'm bullish on pockets of the economy. You know, there's some things that I, I'm totally bearish on. And, you know, if I could short it and come up with different ways to short it, I would double down on it short on some areas. So we'll get into that. And that's going to be some of the great things of the show, you know, to see what views that both of us have and to you know, debate the views and make sure that our ideas are well formulated, well tested as best we can within the format. So I think it's going to be an exciting show. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us for episode one of this pod. We look forward to putting some excellent content and you joining us on this journey to see where it goes. Yes. Thanks a lot. And we'll see you next show. All right.